0: Welcome to Discovering the Jewish Jesus. I'm your host, Dustin Roberts, and today Rabbi Schneider will shed some light on how we can obtain God's wisdom. If God said that he'd give you anything you wanted, what would you ask him for? a better house or maybe a better car. Or maybe you would ask for physical healing or maybe something for your family. Well, there's so many things that we could ask for. And I want you to know that God wants to give his children good gifts. And we're going to be studying the life of Solomon today to learn about one of the most important things we can ask for. You can download Rabbi's study guide for this message at discoveringthejewishjesus.com. And now here is Rabbi Schneider. On the
1: previous broadcast, we looked at Moses' prayer to the Lord in the book of Exodus chapter 33, and how Moses prayed this great prayer that culminated, beloved ones, with these words, Show me thy glory. After Moses prayed that prayer, the Lord said to Moses, Moses, you can't see my face and live but go cover yourself in the cleft of the rock and call upon my name. And as you do, I'm going to come to you and proclaim my name to you. And this is exactly what happened. You see, the cleft of the rock is a shadow of Jesus. In Jesus, we're in the cleft of the rock. And even as Moses called upon God to reveal his glory from the place of the cleft of the rock, today, likewise, beloved, you and I, can call upon Father God to reveal His glory to us through Jesus and He literally, beloved, will bring us into a deeper and deeper and fuller and fuller experience of knowing who He really is and of experiencing His glory by His Spirit on our life. Now we know that in this life, that eye is not seen and ear is not heard the things that God's prepared for those that love Him. But we are being brought into more and more of a discovery of His fullness. You see, the point that I'm wanting to communicate is that you don't have to wait to die and go to heaven to experience the glory of God. It's true that we won't experience His glory in the fullness until we're with Him face to face. Paul said that to live on this earth, there's a separation. He said, to live is Christ, he said, but to die is gain. That when we leave the body, we go to be with Him in what the Bible calls paradise. So I want to say that absolutely when we leave our bodies, we're going to experience the glory of God in a way that we'll never experience fully on this earth. But on the other hand, I don't want to minimize the fact that even while we're on the earth, in the flesh, we can experience the glory of God, just like Moses did in the 33rd chapter of the book of Exodus. That God will keep on making Himself known to us more and more. You see, Jesus said that we have eternal life, and eternal life is an experience. Many people, when they think of eternal life, they just think in concepts of time. They think eternal life means that we're going to live forever. Well, eternal life is uncreated life. It lives forever, and it's certainly, and by all means, is true that when we receive eternal life, we live forever. But Jesus defined eternal life as relationship. Jesus said eternal life is to know God and to know Jesus. And so the point is, we've been given eternal life. Eternal life carries with it the quality of relationship and experience. You see, this is why I'm passionate about Jesus, because I'm experiencing Him in the here and in the now. Am I experiencing him as much as I would like to? No, I'm still hungering and yearning for more. Jesus said, blessed are those that hunger and thirst for righteousness. I'm desiring more. But on the other hand, I don't want to minimize that Jesus is making himself real to me. And he's making himself real to those of you that are hungering and thirsting for him. See, this is why some people are really passionate about Jesus. Because they've experienced him. Somehow Jesus has marked their lives where they've literally somehow had an encounter with the glory of God, with the love of God. Beloved, we're talking about prayers that resonate with God. I want to encourage you to keep reaching out to God. Keep asking, keep seeking, keep praying what Moses prayed when he said, Father, Lord, show me your Glory. Beloved, this is one of the greatest prayers that you can pray when you're on planet Earth. Keep asking Jesus to show you Himself. Keep asking the Father to reveal Himself to you. Paul prayed in the book of Ephesians that God would give us a spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of Him. And whenever you have a revelation of the knowledge of God, you have an experience, beloved one, of the glory of God. I want you to know, running for Jesus is exciting. Don't settle for less. Keep knocking, saying, Father God, do for me what You did for Moses. Show me Your glory. Reveal Yourself to me. Let me sense Your Holy Spirit leading me. Thank You, Jesus, for making Yourself more and more real to me as I keep on pursuing You in my life. In Jesus' Name, Father, we ask these things, and for Your glory and fame. Amen and amen. I want to move forward today, and I want to look with you, beloved ones, today, at the prayer of Solomon in the book of 1 Kings. Again, we're looking at what are the prayers that we see God answer from His saints in the Hebrew Bible, because we know that these are the type of prayers that move God's heart, that we can pray these same prayers, and when we pray them with simplicity, with faith, with a pure heart, God's gonna answer us, beloved ones, just like He answered these ones that we're reading about. Did you know that Jesus said that of all the people in the Hebrew Bible, John the Baptist was greater than them, and that he that's born of the Spirit of God in the new covenant and Jesus is greater than all of them, and that the prayers that we read about in the Hebrew Bible not only had application in their initial historical context, but Paul told us in the book of Corinthians that they were also written for us on whom the end of the ages have come. I want to encourage you to believe that these things that God did for these patriarchs, beloved, He will do for you by the authority of the Word of God when you're persistent in your prayers, when you pray in faith, and you pray from a pure heart. I'm gonna go now to the book of 1 Kings, chapter 3, verse number 6 through 13. Hear the Word of God, I'm gonna skip some verses because it's a long section of Scripture, but let's continue now. 1 Kings, chapter 3. Then Solomon said, You have shown great loving kindness to your servant David, my father, according as he walked before you in truth and righteousness and uprightness of heart toward you. And you have reserved for him this great loving kindness, that you have given him a son to sit on his throne as it is this day. Now, O Lord my God, you have made your servant king in place of my father David, yet I am but a little child. I did not know how to go out or come in. Your servant is in the midst of your people, which you have chosen, a great people, who are too many to be numbered or counted. So give your servant an understanding heart to judge your people, to discern between good or evil. For who is able to judge this great people of yours? Continuing in verse number 10, it was pleasing in the sight of the Lord that Solomon had asked this thing. God said to him, because you have asked this thing and have not asked for yourself long life, nor have asked for riches, nor have asked for your life of your enemies, but have asked for yourself discernment, to understand justice, behold, I have done according to your words, behold, I have given you a wise and a discerning heart so that there has been none like you before you, nor shall one arise like you after you. I have also given you what you have not asked, both riches and honor, so that there will be none like you among the kings all of your days. What an awesome example, beloved, of how God values the things that the book of Proverbs admonishes us to seek for, which is wisdom.
0: You're listening to Discovering the Jewish Jesus and Rabbi will be right back. If you're looking to better equip yourself in your study, pursuit, and growth in Jesus the Messiah, be sure to go online and explore our treasury of Messianic content. You'll find Messianic teaching tools and videos, information about God's seven annual feasts, the Hebrew names, titles of God, and so much more. This content is ready and available for you today online at discoveringthejewishjesus.com. To become a blessing in someone's life today, get in touch to partner with us. Our mission is to prepare the world for Jesus' return. And your financial gift is channeled directly toward this worthy cause. Take your first step today by calling 800-777-7835. That's 800-777-7835. Or visit us at discoveringthejewishjesus.com. Your contribution will equip others for Messiah's return. And now here is Rabbi Schneider with the rest of today's message. Above all else, Solomon asked for
1: wisdom. Do you know that Jesus is personified as the person of wisdom in the book of Proverbs? The book of Proverbs is all about this person, wisdom. The book of Proverbs doesn't just talk about wisdom as a series of understandings of correct values, but the book of Proverbs actually speaks of wisdom as a person. The New Testament tells us that Jesus has been made unto us wisdom. And this is what Solomon was asking for, beloved ones, in this prayer. He was asking for wisdom, who is the very person of Jesus. He didn't ask for the superficial things. He didn't ask first for riches. He didn't ask first for honor. He didn't ask for the life of his enemies, even though all these things have their proper place in the right order. But no, he asked for the deeper issue. He asked for something, beloved, that was more important to the heart of God. He asked for that thing that would allow him to be a servant. He asked for that thing that would allow him to lead other people in a proper way. And God said, Solomon, because you've asked me for this thing, it has so pleased me. Not only am I going to give you what you asked for, not only will I give you wisdom, Not only will I give you a discerning heart to know how to lead my people, to know how to choose righteously, but Solomon, I'm going to even do for you the other things. I'm going to give you riches and honor because your heart and your request has been so pleasing to me. Do you see, beloved ones, why it's so important to ask God for the things that really matter to Him? That some prayers carry more weight with the Father than others, that some things that we ask for please Him more than other things that we ask for. Some of you have had or grandchildren. Doesn't it please you when your children ask you for certain things like they ask you for something that really shows right values? Doesn't that please you a lot more as opposed to when they beg you for the next latest and greatest toy? And sometimes you just feel like that even reflects a spoiled spirit. The point that I'm making moms and dads and grandparents that you can tell by your own relationship with your children and grandchildren that some of the things they desire for you is more meaningful than others. If they ask you, for example, mom, dad, grandma, grandpa, can we spend time together? I want to do something special with you, just you and me. Doesn't that touch your heart a lot more than if they just ask you for the newest video game? I know one time my little daughter said to me, she said, Daddy, she said, can we just do something together, just you and me alone? That pleased me so much. I still remember it all those years ago. The point, beloved ones, is that your prayers can move God's heart. And depending on what you're asking him for, depending on what you're saying to him, will determine how He responds to you, and the amount of pleasure that He's getting from your communication with them. We read from this prayer in 1 Kings from Solomon, that asking God for wisdom, to be good husbands, to be good wives, to be good employers, to be good employees, to be good neighbors, asking God for wisdom that we would carry ourselves in a way that reflects His glory, asking Him for wisdom in a way that would reflect His glory to the people in our life that we have influence with, to our neighbors, asking God for wisdom, beloved, so that we can live in the world in such a way that people will look at our lives and see His glory on it, asking for wisdom to do that. Beloved, this pleases Him. And so I want to encourage you to make a part of your daily routine prayer to the Lord Ask Him for wisdom, just like Solomon did. Do you know it takes wisdom to understand what's really happening in life? Some people have the wisdom to be able to discern relationships. They have the wisdom to understand people's hearts. You see, the Lord said that He gave Solomon a wise and a discerning heart. Listen what the Lord said there in verse number 12. Behold, the Lord said, He says, I have done according to as you have asked, according to your words. And then he said this, Behold, I have given you a wise and a discerning heart. Do you know, beloved, some people walk through life being taken advantage of. Why? They don't have a wise and discerning heart. Don't you want to be able to see through situations? Don't you want to be able to see through people? Don't you want to be able to see the end of a matter? Don't you want to have wisdom to plan for the future? Wisdom, beloved, to make right decisions in your home, at work, in your neighborhood, with your family, and all your relationships. God wants you to ask him for the wisdom to do this. And you know what? When you knock, when you keep knocking and you keep asking and you keep seeking for wisdom, even as the book of Proverbs says, he's going to give it to you. The book of Proverbs says, when you keep seeking wisdom above all else, Wisdom will give you a long and a satisfying life and you'll be crowned with honor. So I want to encourage you today. Seek wisdom in your life. Beloved, if you pray a little, you're going to get a little. Jesus said, up to this point, you have little because you've asked me for little. Jesus said, ask and you'll receive that your joy will be made full. I want to encourage you as I've been encouraging you Spend the first time of every day simply sitting before God. When you get up in the morning, don't rush first to check your emails. Don't get on the phone. Don't text anybody. Don't talk to anybody. When you get up every morning, let the first part of your day, beloved, be reserved for God. Sit down before Him. Sit on your couch or wherever it is in your chair. Designate a special place in your house, your prayer room. And when you wake up in the morning, sit before the Lord and say, Lord, did I dream anything last night that you want me to remember? Did you show me anything in my dream last night to help me, to give me understanding? And then have a devotional and read a chapter in the devotional and read it slowly. Read a chapter from the book of Proverbs. Read a great spiritual autobiography of somebody. Talk to God. Tell God what's on your heart. Ask Him for wisdom. Ask Him to reveal His glory to you. Ask Him for help in your life in the areas that you're struggling. Ask Him to strengthen you with the same power that raised Jesus from the dead. Ask Him to give you a spirit of revelation in the knowledge of Him. Ask Him to help you discern His power and leading in your life. Jesus said, Keep asking and you'll receive. Keep knocking and the door will be open. Jesus said, Everyone that asks receives. Everyone that seeks finds. And to everyone that asks, the door will be open. Beloved, the scripture tells us to pray ceaselessly. I want to encourage you believe God, believe Him for more. Do you know what? God loves you so much. He wants to prove Himself to you and to me. God's not some distant, faraway God in the sky. God is here, and He's now, and He loves you. Father, in Jesus' name, I speak Your blessing over these beloved ones that love You and have tuned into my broadcast today. I want to thank you, Father, for the good plan that you have over each and every one of their lives. I want to thank you, Father God, that you've called each one of us to know you more, that it's your desire to show us your glory, that it's your purpose, Jesus, to give us your wisdom, that you died that we could walk in your fullness. Father, we're excited and thankful about what you're doing in our life father we're excited about what's going to happen tomorrow father we're excited about our destiny father we just want to tell you that we love you jesus i just want to tell you thank you for all that you've done and father we set ourselves to fully enter into everything that Jesus gave His life for, for us to have. Father, we have set ourselves like Flint to take full possession of the Kingdom that Jesus would be glorified in our lives.
0: You're listening to the Bible teaching of Rabbi Schneider, and this is Discovering the Jewish Jesus. If you've missed any of today's message on wisdom, you can listen online when you visit discoveringthejewishjesus.com or catch Rabbi's messages on your favorite podcasting platform. Rabbi teaches with such passion and energy every day because he really believes in sharing the truths of both the Old and New Testaments. We want you to find inspiration revelation and encouragement in these messages but we couldn't do what we do without your faithful and your consistent prayers and financial support now to share a little bit more about rabbi's commitment to this ministry let's turn things back over to him for just a moment Beloved, I hope you were blessed and encouraged
1: by today's broadcast. The Bible tells us in the book of 3 John chapter 1, verse 8, that we should financially support the ministries that are feeding us spiritually. And in so doing, John says, we'll become fellow workers with the truth. I want to encourage you. If the Lord is bearing witness with your heart to support us, would you just be obedient to Him? The scripture tells us that everything we sow into the kingdom of God for the purpose of extending God's kingdom in the world is gonna come back to us pressed down good measure and running over into our laps. And I also believe that when you financially support us, the Lord's going to open up your heart to receive even more revelation from Him through discovering the Jewish Jesus. Beloved, you and I truly are partners together. Without you, I can't broadcast. I want to thank you for your love and for your financial support. If you feel the Holy Spirit knocking at the door of your heart to make an offering to the Lord through discovering the Jewish Jesus today, just do it, beloved. I promise you'll be blessed.
0: To give a gift of any amount today, call us at 800-777-7835. That's 800-777-7835. Or become a monthly partner online when you go to discoveringthejewishjesus.com. Your gifts really do make a difference. And the fact that we're broadcasting in almost every country around the world is proof of the power of unity. When God's people come together as one, there is nothing we can't do. Our crusades and worldwide outreach events are just one more example of that. We want to touch the lives of hundreds of thousands of people each and every year. So please join with us and give a gift of any amount that you feel called to give. And then before we close today, I'd like to remind you about several of our other ministry outreach opportunities. Here at Discovering the Jewish Jesus, we have a strong prison ministry that provides rabbis teaching materials to the incarcerated. We also have a prayer ministry team who gathers together every week to read over every prayer request that we receive. This team of mighty prayer warriors reaches out to over 50,000 of our friends each and every year. There is power in prayer and we often receive testimonies of how this ministry impacts listeners like you. For example, one listener Grace told us this, I recently asked your prayer team to pray for my husband and now he is walking again. Amen. Friends, it would be our honor and privilege to pray for you and your family this year. If you'd like to connect with us today, just write to us at Discovering the Jewish Jesus, P.O. Box 777, Blissfield, Michigan 49228. And now to wrap up today's message with a special blessing, here is Rabbi Schneider.
1: The Aaronic blessing in the book of Numbers chapter 6 is not a blessing that comes from an impersonal being out there somewhere in the heavens. This special blessing comes from a person, Yahweh, God Almighty, our Creator and Maker. So receive God's blessing into your life right now. Yahweh Yahweh, vayishmarecha. Yah Yahweh Panavel Khan Wehuna Khan Isaiah Yahweh Panavel Veasem Le
0: I'm your host Dustin Roberts and Discovering the Jewish Jesus is a production of Shalom Ministries. Join us tomorrow when Rabbi Schneider concludes this engaging study on prayers that resonate with God. That's Friday on Discovering the Jewish Jesus.